Hi, and welcome to the Future of Development podcast. My name's Anthony Montategi, and I'm here to inspire people to find amazing careers in the construction development world. like our podcast, please make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. If you really like our podcast, make sure you hit the little bell. David, great having you on the podcast. You know, uh, we've been friends for a long time and, you know, I've, I've followed your career. I've watched the magazines you've grown. It's always been fun to go to the different summits and different uh, conventions that you have. Uh, you know, you get this new one coming up here, uh, January 12th and 13th. Is that what it is? 13th and 14th. My 13th friend. and 14th, right? The Commercial Construction Renovation Summit. Uh, retailers, developers. Restaurants, hospitality, hotel. Might have some government guys in there. Uh, basically the commercial sector. You know, what's great about it is I don't even have to leave my desk, which has always been kind of the neck to go to a show, right? Now I can do a show right here from my desk, meet a bunch of different vendors, see their see their wares and whatnot. Tell me a little bit, how, how are you transitioning? Because, you know, the old days, we'd go to a summit, uh, we'd have two or three days of, of, of meet and greeting. How are you transitioning that to the digital world? How's that going to? You were in Jacksonville back yeah, in January, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a little chilly, but, you know, everybody, you know, would be a two and a half day gig. You know, we'd have some networking, some seminars, some great food, fun. Fun, a lot and, of fun. And uh, then we, you know, we would, yeah, then we'd, you know, give it a nice wrap up splash in the magazine. We did that event. Most people I ever had came back. Did one of my networking uh, gigs down in Florida. We did a at the Cocoa Walk renovation, and then I was in I was in Milwaukee in March looking at hotels for my executive retreats that we do in the fall. Small little uh, gigs that we do. Tom Hanks got the bug, and the whole country shut down. That's right. You know? I mean, I was in the airport. Someone called me and said, "Hey, did you hear what so and so canceled their show?" And 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 so anyway, I work out of my house. So I, I'm I've been hunkered down. I used to have the big office and all that, but after the OA crash, I streamlined stuff and I work out of my house. I had a digital magazine forever, and I'm really an event guy. But I have a magazine that I promote it with, and I have good content. After after the summit happened and the the bug came in in March, I was fighting with my my printer that I didn't want to have to print my whole press run because half the people I was going to send the magazine to were furloughed or laid off. And right. I didn't even, and their offices were closed. I didn't <laughs> even know if the magazines were going to get delivered. Right. And he's like, David, you've been a publisher for 25 years. You know that it's a, it, it's the press when it's set up. Then you add paper. It's economies of scale. It doesn't cost you much. I'm like, yeah, but it's just a waste of money. Just don't post it along. <laughs> so, but in that issue, I was bi-monthly every other month, was my, my wrap-up for the summit. And as you were a vendor, you yeah, get yeah. You got your business card and you know coverage. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to print this freaking magazine and throw it out there. Then in April, I had a lot of sleepless nights because normally I would be sending out contracts for the following year. The hotel's bugging me to sign the contract. I didn't know what was happening. If, if brands weren't allowed to travel. Vendors weren't allowed to travel. So we just decided, you know what? We're just going to go digital. I'm going to keep a very small press run until their vaccine or therapeutic was found out and we knew it was safe. That's what we were going to do and let the chips fall where they may. Well, what the amazing thing was, I had the digital magazine for, I don't know, 15 years, long time. I found out I had 14,000 pages of content. It was insane. Wow. I didn't even know that. And I was looking at my stats and how many, you, yeah, how many users were looking at it. And so, so we went monthly. I did, and 
I was only printing about 5,000 copies and sending out 30,000 digital editions. So we went from 5,030 to right now we have exposure to probably 150,000 people a month. Just like yep. you. I send yep. you my cover. Yep. You yep. do an e-blast. You have my cover on there in the link and it's out there. So on my editorial board, I have a retailer, I have a restaurant, I have a developer, I have a construction guy like you. I hooked up with a, a shopping center's uh, directory develop, uh, owner, publisher. We do a little trade out. Between everybody posting it and, and my email database, it's going well over to 150,000 people right now. And I went to a digital printer. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, you and I have some crossover. I mean, some of the same guys are on there, but... There's a lot of people that we don't each other have. So when you add it all up, I use 125,000 to be safe, but I think it's probably in excess of 150 to 175, truly. My game is to get it over 200,000 eventually. But the magazine, you've gotten it. You know, we, we do it on a digital printer. We put it on heavier paper. We only do printing for people on the covers, advertisers, and people have articles in there. And if you want to get a copy, I place one order a month to the printer and you can get it. It's on it, it, the magazines never look nicer. However, as a event producer, I don't miss worrying if the people's eggs are hot, if they don't like the hotel. It you know, our event was in January. If a snowstorm hits Chicago and you get you know, snowbound in uh at O'Hare or Midway and people missing flights or mechanical failure, you know, all that stuff. I don't, I don't miss any of that stuff now. I, you know, I do the magazine digitally. I don't, I don't have to deal with the USPS. Oh my God. It's a fifth century uh, outfit. They don't yeah, know right. what they're doing. They, they lose stuff. You see some of the videos throwing the ballots and they, they lose mail that way too. You know, it, it's ridiculous. And I mail all my issues right from my house. I don't have to deal with my periodical rate. And so we literally went from a print event guy to a digital guy pretty much overnight. But I was lucky because I had my digital magazine in place. And I had all this content. And now content is king. Well, you, you need those drivers for the content. And having that before all of this change is where you, you kind of benefited out. You know, uh, that transition from paper to digital, you know, the evolution of that. You know, what's, what's fun for me is I really realized that all of these Zoom meetings, uh, for example, yesterday, my first meeting was at 6 o'clock. My last meeting ended at 9 o'clock. I met from, with people around the world. I was in Liverpool. I, I was in Liverpool at one point yesterday. I was in Maine at one point yesterday. I was in Oak Park, Illinois, and I, I had a meeting with with a, a company around the world with all over 150 people around the world in one meeting. So, as I look at it, I, I think to myself, it's a little bit of a change, a little bit to get used to. But you know, the, remember Star Trek? You know, they, they they were they were insightful, right? Remember the first. The first little thing, you know, uh, they would talk on it. That was the first flip phone, right? Remember that thing? Right. And, it, oh, yeah. and they had that little thing on their thing. Hey, Scotty, beam me up, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Zoom, to me, is that version. I can go to a lot more places today. Don't leave my home. I, I can get way more detailed with people because I don't have that pressure of traveling uh, everywhere. Other than I probably need to do a little bit more exercise because I'm shining my butt on the seat a little bit too much. I feel like I've got a lot more exposure and I can get to a lot more places I wouldn't be able to get to because of traveling and the traveling costs and expenses. You know, going from Liverpool to a worldwide meeting in one day, that would never happen in the physical world uh, before. Nope. So, so I think that's we're, we're seeing that. And as you transition into uh, digital and that marketplace keeps growing, you know, it just takes a, I'm noticing that 
you've got the content. You, you know, you have always been the spot where I go to in the industry for leading experts for the the who's who, what they're up to. Here's your, here's, here's your buddy, yeah. Joe. Yeah, that's right. You got me that guy for the cover. That's right. That's right, Joe. I mean, so here. there you go. I mean, I went to you to hey. Hey, I'm, I'm doing this project for this office gig and, you know, he's uh, doing some stuff. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's put him on the cover. Boom. That's how that stuff happens. Connections. You know, here's the gig with digital. You know, it, it's like a pendulum. So right now it, it swung way back over to one side. Yep. And when the, when the therapeutics happen and so forth, we're social animals. We're not built to be in caves and be on this. So eventually some those face-to-face events will come back. However, a lot of businesses are looking at their budget and, and their and their travel and teeny budget has been literally cut. So, you know, last week I was I was talking to him and he, he's like, hey, and I said, look, I'm not going to sign my contract for January 2022. I've already done the site visits in Fort Lauderdale, but I'm thinking to myself, is a brand going to let someone go down? Yeah, go down to David Corson's event for two and a half, three days and hang out and drink beers and, and so forth. I don't know if that's going to happen. And, and as well as on the vendor side, are they going to let, you know, people do all that? So, you know, it might swing back, but it's it's how far it's going to go. So my decision is, I told him, I said, look, let the vaccine go out. I want to see if it works first. And then I want to see how things, and call me in June. And you have my dates. Yeah, I have to have my pandemic thing in there. And if things work, I'll bring back my face face. However, I'm thinking that, you know, I have my networking gigs that I did every month my two hour cocktail parties. I think that's what I'm going to bring back face to face. But I kind of like this digital gig. When I did my two retreats, my women's event in August, and then I did my men's version in September, it went great. A couple hours a day for the round table, an hour. We gave the the brands a little per diem, you know, to pay them as an enticement, or they could donate that money to charity if they had a gratuitous policy inside. And they all loved it. And they get the splash in the magazine. Here before, I was only doing two of those a year. Guess what? Next year, I'm going to do six. I mean, 12, six women, six men. I'm going to do them every other month and I'm going to put them in the magazine and I'm going to do them just like you, just like you said. There's no way you could go to Liverpool across the world and back and have these conversations. My stepdad just over Thanksgiving, he just did his first Zoom call. He's 87 years old. You know, he's fighting. He's got, you know, cancer. He's on chemo. He's like, oh, my God, we just did a Zoom call. It was an amazing experience. I said, yeah, Fred, I do about 15 million of them a day. How about that? He's like, now I know why the de- this is unbelievable. You can actually connect to people and not have to. And I said, I know. It's amazing. I uh, I, I did a uh, seminar. I'm doing this uh, seminar with a woman called Lola Wright. And uh, it was on Monday night. And I sent it out to my family. I said, hey, if you guys are interested in doing it, you know, I'm doing this, this seminar. It's an online thing. It's, it costs a few bucks. But if you're interested in doing it, let me know. Right. And I'm in the I'm in the meeting on Monday night. My wife and I were doing it together. It's about being fierce and loving. It's this whole great thing that we do with a couple. And you know, Lola's this really amazing woman, great stuff that she talks about. And in the middle of it, I get a text from my mother. She goes, I think this. I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. You're in the seminar? And I gotta tell you something. I in that moment, like literally a tear came to my eye when I, when I thought my mom's in the Zoom call with me right now. My mom's at a seminar. I've always wanted to go to a seminar with my mother. You know, she never would get out and go do it, do it, do it instead of seminars if it was live. But now from her, from her home, from her patio, where she can sit and sit on her patio and maybe smoke or something, and she's a smoker, uh, and she can do it, do this seminar. She felt more, more comfortable doing it. And it was just fun. Some, I, the industry and the world is changing. It's just a little bit 
these nudges that are uncomfortable. And if you stand in that uncomfortableness of it, I, I believe that you know what you where you're going, that transformation of a digital one, like you talked about, it's way easier. You don't have to deal with you know people's hotel rooms and the travel and all that stuff you talked about. And I think people get to a lot more information a lot quicker. And uh, it's a matter of us getting into it. And I think the pandemic kind of sped up a development of, of digital world that would have taken years and years and years to do. It, you know, kind of just got put, put a little pep in its giddy up to, to move it along, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, it's a, you know, your phone, probably the most best thing that you can have because still having conversations, though, is an amazing thing. Yesterday, I was playing email with someone. I said, hey, do me a favor. Just give me a ring on my mobile. It's much easier to talk on the phone. And people get on the phone, even though we're having a Zoom conversation, they, they want to talk to you, believe it or not. And for my virtual events in the, in the summer that we did, I did Family Feud, Bingo, and I forget what the other one that we did. Anyway, about they were for se- at 7 o'clock at night. But about 3, 3.34, I'd go through my phone for about 15 minutes, and I'd send like 20 texts out. And all of a sudden, boom, I get responses like that because I had their personal sales. I'm like, hey, you doing anything tonight? You should come to Family Feud. You might win a $10 Dairy Queen gift card for some ice cream this summer, you know? And they would come right back to me because everybody's glued to their phone. And I was like, oh my God, this is the way that, you know, you can send an email, delete. You can do a voicemail, delete. But you send a text, they look at it and read it. Right there and then I was like, oh my God, the phone, digital, it, it, it's all coming into play. Uh, but listen, it was scary going from a print guy to, to, you know, I was worried about losing my advertisers, this and that. But really, we made the magazine look so nice. The magazines never look better in more than 20 years. You get more frequency. I may, I, I gave everybody, you know, hey, listen, you're getting two for one basically right now. Yeah, right, right. Sure. Yeah. And uh, the coolest thing we did with technology, though, over the summer, I had a lead service when you were an advertiser. So uh, we would do a survey find out how many projects they have, this and that, and we would send it to you for your category. But then when that went away, I had to you know, find out what am I going to give my people, my supporters in RI. So one of my SEO guys out of Chicago, out of, out of Palatine, came to me and said, David, I got this code I've been working on. I, I want to I work with you on this. So we perfected it over the summer and we put a code on the, uh, on the web. And it, it basically, it's, I don't want to use Big Brother, but that's basically, it tells me who's on there, how long, what search words they use, what content they're looking at, if they shared it, all this stuff. I mean, data out the gazoo. I mean, it was insane. So we perfected it where we took that, that information and we give it to the advertiser say, hey, here's a snapshot of the million and a half people that went to the website. Here's 800 firms that are going there and you, could, you can go. Then we took, I picked 10. Different sectors, government, hospital, retail, restaurant, shopping center. I would do 10 dossiers. Okay, I shouldn't use that word because it's, you know, with all the corruption. But anyway, we call them dossiers. And they're basically, it's a project profile, how much it is, when the bid's coming up, who the architect and the contractor is. And then if you want to get additional information on that, and when I first saw it, I was freaking out I, because I didn't know what to do with it all. But now we've kind of perfected it where, hey, this is the, the, the way that we want to go. But when you look at all the people that are going to our site, I could never meet all those 800, you know, thousands and thousands of people. Now that we're embracing the digital message, we're working now on making that a lively ad, right? The ad that will pop out into you. You get our message right there. And, and, and as you 
you go in there and figure out what you want from the ad, right? So people go to CDO. The digital ads that we're working on today are now going to bring people to, uh, to our, you know, bring it to our website with just one, right? Now we're trying to make it so it becomes a live, interactive ad with you. And uh, we're, what we're seeing coming up for the future for the marketing world, you know, just, you know, it's a lot like when the cars came out. You know, people looked at it and go, damn, those cars are dangerous. But no one back then, you know, if you're a stagecoach driver, you know, maybe panicked a little bit. Oh, my God, what am I going to do with my job, right? I can think of those damn cars. But, you know, as they embraced it and they converted over to cars and realized they worked, no one could really, realize, you know, uh, realize that uh, in the future you'd hit this little black box and a car would come to you, right? No one ever imagined Uber. And I believe that's what we're going through right now. It's a little bit of that stagecoach guy, right? Oh, my God, oh, my God, this is it's changing. Where do those vehicles, cars come from? Those things are dangerous. To Let's get excited and start looking for the Uber, right? Where's my opportunity? What's the, what's the uh, part of this that uh, really brings... The change, you know, uh, the pandemic pushed it into a digital world. Now, how do I make the digital world way more effective and really look for that opportunity uh, to make those conversions? You know, David, I, I want to go back a little bit because I don't feel like we, we really finished up on that summit of yours. I really want to talk because I, I think that's going to be a lot of fun uh, digitally. And as you break through this boundary and uh, you're there, uh, give me some of the brands that uh, you anticipate being there this year. Atticus Franchise buying firm for Applebee's, CCCS, Hooters Coffee, Sinelli Concepts, Orsland Properties, DSNY Hospitality Group, uh, Evergreen Hospitality. I mean, some of these people actually, what's amazing is I never had these people before. They're all new brands. Talking about, you know, the, you know, the difference, like right now my website's about three or four years old. It's time to refresh it. So I've got my Summit site, my CCRPC, and my magazine site. So right now, I'm in the process of merging them all together, and I'm going to put them into one big major portal. What we talk about technology and your new ad and all that, one of the cool things that you can do is, we, I just had a uh, Zoom call with a, a software guy, and he said, hey, you know, I had a code on my ad, and it wasn't getting any play. So we, pull, we pulled from our code all the people that looked at software, and we told them, hey, here are all the people. Do you do business with this XYZ contractor? He said, no, I'd love to do business with them. They're a top ENR 100 guy, you know, multi-billion dollar contractor. I said, well, this firm came to our site, was surfing our site for, for software. He was on this uh, page that we posted that was on the top software for 2020. You're, you, you weren't listed, but all the big guns were there. So what we could do is we could put your ad, static or moving or whatever, and we can place it on every software content that we have on our out of our 14,000 pages of content that are software related. So when, when everybody comes on there, they, they can read their content, but they're going to see your little ad on there. And then eventually they're going to click on it just because curiosity killed the cat. Same thing happened with one of my signage advertisers. They were like, I want the lead package that you used to give me. I want the emails. I said, emails, is, that's the old way of doing things now. Things have just changed. Well, it, it, it's different. You know, you know now it used to be that you'd have to you'd have to market to 100 percent of the market to get that two or three percent of your client. Today, it's much more you know that, that, that more shotgun approach to marketing. Today, it's much more of a rice rifle approach with this digital technology. You know, I think that's the that's the beauty of it. People are going to get uh, marketing really tailored to them. It feels you know right now it feels like like oh my god they're watching me. But the truth is I don't need to see all this other. I, I don't need to see the 300 ads of of things that aren't part of my world, right? Give me the stuff that, that is part of my world when I need it. And I think that's where digital technology has taken us, down this path where we get 
way more mark, way more rifled. You know, now you know, like I said, get uh, dialed in on those people. David, as we go as we go forward down the path here, where do you see the biggest change uh, technology wise? You know, you know, you talked a little bit about digitally. Uh, what are the big uh, technology stuff you see in the development world coming down the pipeline? I think the most uh, what the coolest thing is one of our vendor sponsors over the summer. They were a company that did visual virtual inspections. So now they have software where they can go and you can do the virtual inspection, get your punch list out. I just think that te- technology in general, you're still going to need guys that hammer, put the drywall off, paint, you know, maybe robots down the road, but you're still going to have that human labor component that's going to be there. But technology is going to make it much more efficient, much more fluid. You'll get projects done uh, quicker on time, hopefully under budget. And I just posted a thing up, a touchless hotel room where everything in the room you don't really have to touch. You wave your hand, you point your finger, the TV. I mean, it was it was, it was unbelievable, this article that we posted. And uh, the same thing with retail. It, you know, it's everything's going to be evolving. Everybody's got to adapt and, and figure out how to survive. The people that don't survive are the ones that are just, they have, they have concrete shoes on and they're just, they're just not going, they're not going anywhere. And you know, if you're not flexible in any business that you're in, it's like being in a football. It's, I always put everything in sports. You know, you, you're playing in the first quarter. You put this whole game plan together and all of a sudden you're getting crushed and your player goes down and you go into halftime and you're like, we're scrapping everything. We're going this way. And that's where you've got to, you've got to conduct your business. In my opinion, got to be flexible. Got to be, you know, uh, at your summit last year, I was in a, in a seminar with a guy and uh, we're talking about changing in the industry and uh, changes. And, and he was talking to guys that he said, uh, looks over, he goes, it's like, the, it's like the taxi driver, right? The taxi driver that, that's stuck to being a taxi driver. You know, like, no, no, I'm never never going to do Uber, never going to do Uber, never going to do Uber. You know, they stuck their, their heels and stuck their heels in and Uber came along and changed the whole world and, uh, you know, stayed there. And he kept saying, are you going to be an Uber driver? Or are you going to be a taxi driver, right? What do you want to be, right? As this evolves, where we go with it, it's being in the flow of the change that for me, look, when they update my damn iPhone, I get pissed, right? It takes something every day to come out of myself and to just stand in the uncomfortableness of the change out there. And uh, to your point, we, we work on a program here, Dirt to Dishes in four weeks. It's a driving mantra for our company, right? We want to be able to do ground up buildings in four weeks. So the time we find a site, the time we open it in four weeks. It drives every decision that we do around here, the way that we act, the behaviors that we are, and we're always looking for those little edges to take off a week, a day, a couple of hours. You know, what are the tools that we use? If that's our driver, if everything else that we do t- ties back to that, right? And it shows, and we, and we build safe buildings, right? It's part of our core competency. And we build buildings with integrity. Our clients lo- uh, love the pricing, the turnover dates, right? If we build everything and, and we guide along that pathway, as we can find those opportunities in technology, take advantage of it. Look, in Chicago, to get a digital inspection right now, to get an inspection is difficult. We've been trying to get at them to execute on this digital inspector. Inspector, Look, for us, if an inspector wants to do an inspection at 7 o'clock at night and that works for them, great. Look, do it from your home, at your lab, at your, at your desktop, and you can do a walkthrough of our job site for us. That's here. All we want is the inspection. How you do it, when you do it. Our, we're flexible. They're usually not. So, you know, we're, we're really trying to embrace and bring that into the marketplace. David, I know we're about to run out of time. I, you know, look, I love talking with you. You and I have been friends for so many years. It's always this fun journey. 
I, I hope that uh, you'll come back on the show again. Uh, I'd love to be on your show again. Uh, we're always up to a lot of fun when we talk, we get together. For anybody out there that's interested in maybe possibly attending, you can go check our site out at ccr-summit.com. Or if you're not familiar with our magazine, you can go to ccr-mag.com. You can see everything that we do. If you're not a subscriber, hit the subscribe button. We'd love to have, you know, send you our digital version. Uh, you're, you know, you got a cool project, send it to me. It's like playing the lottery. If you don't buy a ticket, you can't win. If you don't send me something to look at, I can't get it in the magazine or up on the social media or whatever. So we look at everything too. And Eric, get in David's magazine because nobody in our business has anything they could go take to their mom, right? Get your project over in his magazine. If you've got a great project going on, you got some great stuff that you're doing out there, make sure you get over to David's magazine. They're always looking for great content. And uh, by the way, it's always fun to send your mom the article that you're in. So, all right, bud, well, have a, have a good one. I appreciate the time on the podcast. Hey, man, Anthony, uh, I'll see you uh, January. Log in on the 13th at the summit and uh, tell your lovely wife I said hi and uh, uh, keep posting all those pictures of the family on Facebook. Love all that stuff. Love you, uh, brother. Love you, too. Thanks for joining us. My name is Anthony Montegi. Always looking for people to bring insight into the industry, finding ways to inspire people to have amazing careers in the development world. If you liked our podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. If you really liked our podcast, make sure you hit the little bell. Thanks again for listening. Please share it with your friends.